to another edition of the Cricket Yorkshire podcast. I'm your host, John Fuller, and this time my guest is none other than opening up cricket's founder, Mark Boynes. Now, if you haven't heard about them, essentially they're an organisation whose remit is to promote mental well-being in the game of cricket. Now, we're going to be learning a bit more about their programmes and projects, uh, and crucially how people can help if that's something you'd particularly like to do. But I know from a grassroots cricket point of view um, that Mark goes into club cricket um, and uh, holds talks and sessions. And I'm really interested as to how that's received and how popular that is and how it can help. Um, and also around the this notion of mental fitness, which is something opening up cricket promotes. So... It'd be great to hear more about that and to understand it a bit more fully. And then perhaps we'll turn our attention to the broader aspects of mental health in cricket, specifically around grassroots cricket in terms of mental health awareness and whether it's changing, um, hopefully attitudes improving, but they may not. And I think no, no one else is better placed, I suppose, than Mark with all the work he does around the UK and talking to different clubs to get a, a snapshot feel of how that might be changing or not. So uh, I hope you enjoy the topic and get to learn a bit more about it. And whether you're perhaps at home, chilling out after a hard day at work, or maybe you're driving in the car in the morning, wherever you are, you're very welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Right. Hi, Mark. Very good to have you on the podcast. Good to be with you, John. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no problem at all. So I guess uh, as a by way of an easy opener, this is a bit like a kind of half tracker that's pitched halfway down. You can smack it for four. But uh, for those that don't know anything about opening up cricket, can you give a bit of an outline as to what you do and uh, what yeah, the sort sure. of projects are? Yeah, uh, well, I suppose the easiest way of explaining it is that Open Up is a, a campaign that exists to promote mental well-being and suicide prevention through our sports of cricket. So what that looks like is um, things that we do online uh, through our website and social media around um, podcasts, magazine and, and, and those kind of resources, but also going out to clubs and coaches to do sessions that can help to not only raise awareness of the theme that we're referring to, but to give some practical tips and ways that people can embed that in their settings so that they can find a way of uh, of, of taking this issue on in their everyday club life. Yeah, okay. Um, And I guess a follow-up to that is uh, it could be a player, it could be someone listening to this podcast who's interested in the subject, but how can people help if they want to support opening up cricket uh, in the future? Yeah, well... Uh, people can can always get in touch through our social media channels to have a conversation about uh, what they'd like to do from their own perspective. Yeah. Um, but uh, but more broadly, I think people can can always be uh, we're always looking sorry to have contact with with those clubs and coaches. So if people wanted to either host a session at their club or if it's for coaches to arrange to have something as a uh, for a cluster of, of, of clubs or, or groups, then that's really good as well. But anything to help 
continue to put this on the agenda as useful so if people ever wanted to have access to other resources uh, that we provide as well. So I think that the, the main bit of it starts in terms of getting people to get in touch and have a bit of a conversation and just see how we can work together. Yeah, that, no, that sounds absolutely great and uh, I'll be sort of sure to push that. And um I can hear that you're kind of out and about. Uh, it sounds like possibly on a mountaintop somewhere. So thanks for kind of bearing with my questions. Um, <laughs> um, I guess could lead on to my next question or, or the topic is, as you referenced earlier, you do sort of sessions uh, and you go into clubs. Um, and I know that you, in the past I've talked to you about this notion of mental fitness. Um, and I wondered if you could give a, a bit of a – a sort of insight into that aspect because I'm interested this time of year clubs in January will go back into nets and they'll do probably 12 16 sessions you know the many clubs around the UK and I guess from my perspective in Yorkshire will be uh, back training doing what they always do and it's always struck me that something uh, that you offer is very different but equally very useful for any cricketer really yeah, we call them the sessions with the club's uh, mind and body, which is to try and give a little nudge towards the fact that although the sport is played out using your your physical technique and abilities, a large part of it is is mental. And I always use in sessions and conversations Stephen Moore as show my age a bit as he was <laughs> my hero, my hero growing up. So I was a bit conflicted, an Englishman with an Australian hero, and Moore said that cricket's ninety percent mental. 10% physical and even if people think that he's got the numbers wrong there there is still a very large part of it that is driven by what's between the ears so we try to approach the, the topic of mental health from a, from a, a point of view that it's not just about when things go wrong and how we help people who are having struggles, but actually being proactive and saying cricket might be your route to being mentally healthier and fitter so that you have um, the, the best of, of, of that side of things. And the sessions there are designed really to give people, particularly say in pre-season, the opportunity to think about things a little bit differently, to introduce some different tools or techniques in their game which are based around the mental side of it. But we do the crossover with the physical as well yeah. to try and get people to think about it more uh, holistically uh, within that, yeah. Yeah, I like that point really. That, um, And we, I know that we've talked before because I've done a couple of articles in opening up for Cricket Yorkshire around uh, mental health sometimes you know, yeah, that, that sort of fixation on the negative side. And of course that's relevant and important and and important to discuss but uh, yeah you can obviously through your sessions um add different di dimensions to cricket and uh, it's one of my kind of mantras i suppose having played cricket at a very low standard for well a number of decades is that um yeah you know clubs do do the same thing and um uh, if you can approach training and the way you play the game um and add this kind of dimension as i say in then um, it's got to be a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, and I'd say that we're, we're, we're pretty much, um, both, I would say, we're, we're fairly unique in our, in our sport, that it is something where the, the, the dynamics of it are played out in, in such a, a strange way compared to other sports, that you have that focus on individuality in the matchups that occur between bowler and batter and 
uh, and each passage of play is dictated by what one person does with another, and then okay, the fielders get involved. But so much of it is let is really left to an individual within that. You, you're not going to be saved by um, another player being able to come in um, and provide physical support, like in the codes of rugby. Or you're not going to have your star striker rescuing your team from a, a poor performance. I suppose you can have that as a as a batter getting a, getting a ton to rescue their team. But, yeah. Um, because of the, the way our, our sport tends to be to be to be set up, there is a lot of things which are are very focused on the the mental side of it, and it's just an area that I feel in amateur sport is is pretty untapped um, yeah. from that performance perspective. Um, so we give that as a bit of a hook to try and introduce some areas of that, but but then bring it back round to the benefit that every single player and every single team can can work on, and that is. The teamwork aspects and, yeah. and and having each other's back and looking out for each other, which will help you on the pitch, but more importantly, will help you off the pitch if there is someone who needs that bit of support. So all of that comes from how we approach things mentally. So it's just a, a, a push towards just getting encouraging people to even just for that one night think about it a bit differently and see where they can take it in their own setting. Yeah, that's no, that's really good and. I guess I'm interested because I know that you've done sessions um, for quite a while now. Um, what's been the reaction in clubs? Because it is something a bit different and I guess you need a club that's going to go in with their eyes and ears open, so to speak. Um, yeah, how's yeah. it gone? Well, I think it tends to be that the session will be booked by a contact made by someone at the club and typically that will be someone who's got a bit of kudos, a bit of uh, status within the club. So that buys you a little bit of time to to, to, to get the points across. But um, the reaction's overwhelmingly positive, not necessarily because of it, it being us that do it, but because it is a, a topic and a theme which once people do take some time to consider it, they realise that it's something that is for everyone because... We talk about, when we talk about physical health and looking after it, people don't exclude themselves from that and think that physical health isn't their business. And now it's really becoming apparent to people that mental health is everyone's business. We've all got a brain. We all can do things to look after it. Yeah. And we can all have times where it, it's not going so well. So once it's just someone coming in from the outside, a different voice maybe putting it in a different way, that can often lead the, the, the players and the, the clubs to then start to think about what, what they do in terms of looking after those people that are within their club. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. And um, I guess kind of leading on from that, I know that uh, opening up cricket has various ambassadors that um, I'm just on your site now, actually. So, um, yeah, first-class cricketers, internationals who... Um, showcase the brand and more importantly the messages behind it um, but I, I'm really interested in a grassroots point of view um, in terms of mental health awareness um, the overall landscape as I say you've been traveling around and, and um, doing this for a while do you think mental health awareness has changed in grassroots cricket in any way or uh, is it the same old kind of entrenched views yeah I think there's, a, there's probably a, a bit of both within that, society as a, a whole appears to have made a big stride forward in the general awareness that we, we see on, again, social media in, in other areas of our day-to-day -day lives where you'll hear the terms being mentioned, but 
for me, and I'm looking at it from my own perspective, I, I, I tend to feel that the mental health awareness is really just an awareness of, of mental illness and, men, and problems with health, yeah. rather than that much broader continuum which exists, where at one end you do have the problems, but at the other end you have situations and, and settings where people are flourishing and actually they're, they're mentally fittest. So if, if the conversation could just be developed and matured a little bit to include those other aspects of it, then I think people would voluntarily engage with it a lot more because they think I can get something out of this for, for, for my happiness and for my, and for my health and, and performance within cricket. So I think that's got a little bit of a way to go. I think yeah. particularly in recreational sport, people might see the, the psychological or the, uh, the, the sort of mental elements of it as being just something that the professionals would deal with because uh, perhaps they don't take it you know they don't take it as seriously but it's still something which from a little bit of interaction with you can see really big benefits um but i suppose yeah. the, the second part of it would be um again the clubs that i would go to have already made a big step forward by engaging with the topic by getting us in to do a session so yeah, sure. i would imagine they would be ones who would be, would be good advocates for the fact that the message has moved along but of course there's however many clubs across uh, County Yorkshire and across the country in general, who you have no, I have no idea how 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 well the message has been developed. It might be that they've got everything all sorted off their own bat and they're just get, doing things which work really well for them, or it's just something in amongst all of the things that you're expected and, and required to do as a club that just hasn't been looked at specifically. So there's always something that we'll bang the drum for to try and get the conversations and the interactions going in whatever way possible, whether that is with a session or whether that's just to have a get people to think a little bit about what they're doing. And of course, like any area of, of, of mental health, it's what works for an individual or, yeah. or, or particular group. So no, there's no course. point me prescri- prescribing something if, if someone is, is thinking that wouldn't work for them. But it, it, it'd be great to, to have a knowledge how this was even possible yeah. in a certain amount of time to think that each club or each group of, of, of coaches or players have got awareness and they're able to interpret it and apply it to to what they want to do yeah no I, I completely agree um, um, I'm hoping that people listening to this podcast and obviously I'll promote it on Cricket Yorkshire's social media and all the rest of it um, and they know nothing about you perhaps and they might be intrigued enough to get in touch with you and if they're a club then just say you know why don't we hold a session uh, um, or do something as you say off their own backs to um, to get the ball rolling so yeah, hopefully yeah. uh in in various ways it starts conversations which can only be good so um fingers crossed on that one um well i guess one last question is around um looking ahead to 2020 and beyond is there anything you are sort of starting afresh or something you want to achieve with opening up cricket in the next year uh what we're looking at doing a little bit more of is some events which uh, are not restricted to just visiting a particular club. So uh, we've got something being planned towards the end of March where we're going to have, uh, we're in the process of planning a, a conference which is around mental health and fitness in cricket where there'll be a variety of speakers, uh, a little bit like a regular kind of coaches conference that people may be used to go into, but this is, is focused on the, on the mental side of the game and on the health and the well-being. So that will be something which, um, when obviously information becomes more available, it'd be great to, to share and to get people um, engaged with along those lines. Yeah, sure. Uh, and also, 
looking more at getting some of the the work with coaches developed across um, uh, across the, uh, the the year of 2020 as well. And in fact, yesterday I was at um, the cricket asylum. Uh, I'm chatting there with with my, my friends and colleagues there about doing some bits with a uh, coach development there. So hopefully that's going to be popping up in around April as well. So yeah, as long as the as well as the usual session session, sorry, um, there should be some events that are in decent proximity to Yorkshire though of course I always forget how big Yorkshire is but <laughs> for some people in Yorkshire that would be something that hopefully they, if they do have an interest in they'd be able to access them. I suppose my final point uh, would be that we're always flexible and hoping to put on things that, that people want so if someone did want to arrange something or they had an idea uh, that we could be involved with then uh, always happy to, to put on uh, put on my shoes and get get walking over to somewhere and see how I can help. Excellent. Yeah, thank you for that. And I, I just like to encourage anyone listening to the podcast. I know the the world of the web works in wondrous ways. That's quite a tricky thing to say. So I'm quite impressed I did that at the end of the day. But um, yeah, who knows? In uh, a week's time or six months' time, someone might be listening to this and it might spark an idea. And that's um, that's the wonderful thing about podcasting, as I'm sure you know yourself. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, thank you very much, Mark, for that. That's fantastic. And if people want to head online, um, openingupcricket.com is the, probably the easiest signpost to, to start off with um, and check them out on social media as well just to see all that they're up to in the coming year. So thank you very much. Cheers, John. Thank you. No worries. Well, thank you very much for listening. It's been great to have your company for this particular podcast episode. And thanks too to Mark from Opening Up Cricket for shedding light on all things mental health. If you'd like to keep up to date with all things Cricket Yorkshire, uh, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can check out the website. There's weekly articles go up on there. That's cricketyorkshire.com. Alternatively, if you prefer Twitter or Facebook, I do quite a lot on social media week to week too. So if it's Twitter, it's at cricketyorks with a S. And uh, I'm tweeting pictures of uh, the best cricket teas I've eaten that week, and there's usually quite a few, or little video clips of grounds I've visited or off-season there could be debates about the grassroots game or the professional game so I hope you enjoy that. Alternatively on Facebook uh, the same sort of thing there's weekly updates on there, photos, videos, maybe a a poll and get sort of debate sparked off on there so I hope you'll join me on one or both those platforms and thank you very much for listening. (laughs) 